But I want to, I'm, I'm finishing up what I've been talking about with the, Jesus, He is the, the Son of Righteousness. He is seated at the right hand of the Father. The radiance of glory shining out from Him. He is the, He is the Son of Righteousness who's risen with healing in His wings, in His beams, shining out over whosoever will. Tonight, you ready to, to are, are you ready for an immersion into His his rivers, rivers of light, rivers of revelation, rivers of radiance, rivers of glory. You know, I'm going to read a couple of passages about, um, this is David's picture of the heavens. You know, we've been, I've been telling you how the heavens are intended by God to, to describe himself. Now think, think about it. Who created the sun? How powerful is the sun? Just one of the stars of the universe. How powerful is the sun? How powerful is the one who created the sun? All of that energy came from him. All the energy in all of the stars, in all the universes, come from his fingertips. He's more powerful than we can ever begin to dream. And that's what the universe is about. It's, to, it's to, for us to look and to be overwhelmed by the majesty, by the greatness of this one who's formed all things with the words of his mouth. Let there be light. Bam! Stars and universe filled with power. David's trying to describe this in Psalm 19. He said the heavens are telling of the glory of God. That means they never stop telling it. They've been telling it since the moment they were formed, and they're still telling the glory of God by their very existence. The heavens are telling the glory of God. Their expanse is declaring the work of His hands. Day to day pours forth speech. It's pouring out. Take a look at a flower. It's talking to you. It's pouring forth speech. Look at a porpoise. He's talking to you. Look at the birds. They're talking to you. Glory, glory, glory. My creator is being is magnificent, filled with wisdom and might. Heaven is talking. The creation is talking. And night to night reveals knowledge. There is no speech, nor are there words. Their voice is not heard, not with their natural ears. Their line has gone out through all the earth and their utterances to the end of the world. In them he has placed a tent for the sun. There's a place for the sun to exist. One small place in his universe. He's placed the sun exactly where he wants it. Just like he's placed you exactly where he wants you. Which, he says, the sun is like a bridegroom coming out of his chamber. The bridegroom is excited because he's just got married and this is his wedding night. And he's excited. He says, that's the way the sun is. It's like the bridegroom coming out of his chamber. It's re- it rejoices as a strong man to run his course. Its rising is from one end of the heavens and its circuit to the other end of them. Its circuit, it's on a specific course. The universe is perfect. God created it with absolute per- perfection. It is precise. 
It's accurate. It's exact. It radiates. It manifests the, the perfection of our God. There's nothing hidden from its heat. All of it. All of it. Is held by its heat. Now I'm, I'm just going to share with you a few minutes about another characteristic of the sun. I've been talking about heat and revelation and light. But there's this powerful force called gravity that we can't escape. You know, the, the, everything in this solar system, this all, we, 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 none of us will ever escape this solar system until the Lord returns. At, at least until then. You're not going to get past Probably not get past Neptune. You know, you know how far away Neptune is from the sun? It's, oh, it's three billion miles from the sun. Neptune. Three billion. With a B. Three billion miles. We're 93 million miles from the sun. The Neptune is three billion miles from the sun. And you know what? It will never, ever, ever, ever escape the gravitational power of the sun. Impossible. The power of the sun is amazing and it exists. The power of the sun exists. The power of his gravitational pull exists to show you impossible, impossible, impossible to escape from his sovereign pull on our lives. He is. What does sovereign mean? It means he's in charge. It means he's ruling all things. He's ruling all things. Paul said that he's ruling, that Jesus of Nazareth, this son of righteousness, is seated at the right hand of the Father. And he's ruling not just the solar system, he's ruling the universe with the words of his mouth. Jesus of Nazareth, the son of God. He's ruling. Have you, I guess the, the key, the key is have you, have you, Touched his sovereign power, the gravitational pull of God. Have you touched it? Are you aware of it? And have you yielded to it? Are you fighting it? Yield. I'm saying you just say that word with me. Yield. It's a great word. You learn that word. It's a powerful word. Yield the sovereign sway of God because this sovereignty of God is the sovereign love of God. It's His sovereign love. It's love, love, love. It's the power of His love to lead and control and rule my life. The sovereign love of God. I love it. I love it. So, He says in Psalms 104:19, you made, you've made the moon to mark the months and the sun to measure the days. So that's, I'm not going to take time to read this. I've got a blog called Sovereign Sun. You can look it up on my website. You should check it out. As a matter of fact, I think I'm going to post it tomorrow so you can check it out then. His, this, his sovereign, the, here, I'm going to just give you a, a few thoughts about his sovereign love. And then we're just going to let it hit us and soak on us tonight. His sovereign love holds my life in place. I'm like the planet Earth, and I'm just, I'm just stuck in this. I've been there. How long has the Earth been here? No one knows. Scientists say six billion years. Depends what your theory of creation is. You know, but it's been, it's been spinning for a long time, and it's never going to escape the gravitational pull of the sun. It never will. It's absolutely under the spell of the sun. Earth is. Thank God, right? Thank God. 
We are perfectly in place to sustain our life. Everything is perfect for, for mankind to live on this planet because we're exactly the proper distance from the sun for us to live and for life to be sustained on this planet. So here we are. And so my life, my life is, is God's not, God, I'm not the center of his world. He's the center of my world. And I'm on this, I'm on this orbit. I'm orbiting the sun. My life is circling around him. And this, sir, who, who determined this course? I didn't. Earth didn't decide its course. It was placed by the Lord. The sun is holding earth in its place. The son of God is holding me in the orbit, in the proper place that he's intended for my life to live according to his plan for my life, for his glory and for my good. Because he loves me. He loves me. So, yeah. I want so here's Romans 8:28 out of the passion. So we are convinced that every detail of our lives is continually woven together to fit into God's perfect plan of bringing good into our lives. For we are his lovers who've been called to fulfill his designed purposes. I've been called by God I heard his calling for the first time 47 years ago this August on the lakefront by the Mardi Gras fountain here in New Orleans. I heard his sweet voice calling me into his sovereign plan for my life. I yielded into his plan. I began to surrender and begin to flow with God instead of fighting against it. Remember what the Lord said to when the son of righteousness dawned in Paul's life? And the, he said, who are you, Lord? He said, I'm, he, he said, Jesus of Nazareth. Why are you kicking against the goats? Why are you fighting my sovereign plan for your life, Saul? I have a plan for you. Yield to my plan. And the pull of love. Calling him in. Calling him in. For me, it's irresistible. For those who are his sons and daughters, all I have to say is simply irresistible. How can I resist this love? How can I say no to this one who's loved me and loves me still? How can I say no to this one who loved me in my foolishness and in my rebelliousness and called me in? How can I say no to this one who died for me on the cross, who took my place? Impossible for me. To say no to his love. His sovereign love is pulling. He's pulling on you. Yields. Yields. Yields to, to, to the gravitational pull of the love of God. And let it take you in. You'll get sucked into his vortex. You'll never, ever, ever escape from his purpose and plan for your life. Yes. Romans... I wrote the wrong, it's, it's actually Romans 8, 35 and 37. If they're going to put it on the overhead. Sovereignty guarantees my ultimate victory in Christ. Absolute. It's a guarantee. Impossible. If I'm yielded to his love. Impossible, impossible, impossible. 
for His plan not to be accomplished in my life. No one can stop it. No politician, no minister, no betrayer, no criminal, no unfaithful brother or sister, mom or dad or spouse. No one can keep the plan of God from being fulfilled in your life. Impossible. Impossible. Who could ever separate us from the endless love of God's anointed one? Who could separate me from that sovereign pull on my life? Romans 9.35 Absolutely no one. For nothing in the universe has the power to diminish His love toward us. Troubles, pressures, problems are unable to come between us and heaven's love. What about persecutions, deprivations, dangers, and death threats? No, for they are all impotent to hinder His omnipotent love. Yet even in the midst of all these things, in the midst of all these things, whether it's Katrina or COVID, in the midst of all these things, we triumph over them all. For God has made us to be more than conquerors. And He's demonstrated love is our glorious victory over everything. Shabbat bra Yields! I feel the pull of God. The sway of eternity. You know what it'd be like? It'd be like climbing. Go, go jump into the Mississippi River. The best swimmer in here could never jump in the river here. In Kenner. Go over to Rivertown and jump into the river. And try to swim to Laplace. See how it works out for you. <laughs> you know what? You'll end up down in, in, where's, what's down the river down there? You'll end up in Venice is where you'll end up. You can swim as hard as you want toward Baton Rouge. You're still going to Venice. I promise you. I promise you. That's exactly what it's like trying to resist the sovereignty of our God. You can kind of go to Baton Rouge all you want. You're not going there, baby. You're not. You're going that way. Get in the flow. You can go the, you can go exert all your energy to try to resist it or you can yield and enjoy the rides. But you're going. Yes, this sovereignty guarantees my safety. It keeps my life from spinning off the wheels. It keeps unexpected tragedies and disasters from destroying God's purpose and plan for my life. Impossible! 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 For that to happen. Romans 8.28 again from another translation. And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God. And are called according to His purpose for them. Sometimes it, it, it might appear in the natural you've had a major, major setback. It's, he's going to work it out. And it's going to fit into His plan at the end of the day. You'll see in a few years you'll look back and say, now I get it. Now I understand. In the midst of it, it might not look so good. But trust Him anyway and yield to His plan for your life. How many times... Have we made bad or even stupid choices in our day-to-day activities? Sometimes our pride can get in the way and we set off on a wrong course. The beauty of the Lord's sovereignty, it is as we yield to Him, He somehow weaves even those mistakes 
into His beautiful plan for our lives. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And this last scripture I want to read to you before we have just let it. Hosea said, let us know. Let us press on to know the Lord. Let us know. Let us press on to know the Lord. His going out is as sure as the dawn. The dawn is a picture of the guarantee of what our God is like. You can't change it. You can predict exactly. You can look on your your phone and it'll tell you the exact moment the sun is going to dawn in New Orleans tomorrow morning. It's It's precise. It's predictable because it's precise. Right? Well, God is even more. He is, he is, he is right. He's precise. He's going forth in your life. In your life. His going forth in your life is absolutely perfect, perfect, perfect to precision, to every detail. His going out is as sure as the dawn. He will come to us as the showers, as the spring rains that water the earth. We can see the precise nature of all he does through observing the sun. Absolutely everything is advancing in absolute perfection. Absolute perfection. You know, so as we get ready to, to soak in the radiance of his beam, it says the sun of righteousness would arise with radiance. With, 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 um, the sun of righteousness would arrive with healing in his, in his radiant beams. Now, so in order for that to have, it takes power, right? To heal things. What kind of power does God have? Yeah, how big is that power? You know, you think about it's, it's, we know it's omnipotent. He's all powerful. I, I, I wrote down, I, I saw this one fact. This fact is stunning. It says in one hour, the sun hits the earth with more power in one hour than the entire world consumes in a year. In one hour, there's more power and energy coming from the sun hitting the planets, just this planet. More energy and power coming from the sun. That solar light is filled with, with power. It's a power. It's a, a, a picture of the power of God. And in one hour, there's, there, if, if we could harness it, which we, we haven't figured out how to do that completely, little bits of it we have, but if you could harness all of the light that comes from the sun and hits the earth in one hour, you could run everything on the planet. Every car, every factory, every house, all the lights. Everything, every air conditioner, it all could be run in the entire world by, for a year by the power that comes from God, uh, from the sun in one hour on this earth. So why is God so extreme? He's always that way. If you look at him, his miracles are like that. He's extreme because he is extreme. He's bigger than we think. He's more powerful than we could ever even begin to grasp. And we are the object of His love. That power is aimed. It's like got a bullseye on you. You've got a bull like a laser. A laser. You've seen guns with laser. Well, that laser's right fixated right between your eyes. The power of God. 
He's got you in his scope. 